What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LC Gaming Podcast. My name is LC. I am your host. This is the ninth episode of this podcast, and if you have not heard me before, let me take the time to go through and explain to you what this podcast is all about. First off, I take the time to go over a few headlines that have happened in the last seven days or so over the Twitch and gaming community. Secondly, as we get going here and I have a few more episodes, I get more comfortable with my podcast. I will have some guests come on the show and talk about a bunch of different things. And I'm going to try to start with some Twitch streamers that I've discovered over the last few months or so. And last but not least, I go through and I take the time to uh, give out my email to you, that tasty listener. So you can email me questions about opinions, game news, anything that I haven't covered that you want me to cover, I'm going to go over that for you. And then I'm also going to give you details on a charity that I'm campaigning for and that I'm raising money for. And so uh, today, uh, there's not been a really big amount of news come across my feed um, the last few days. A lot of little things that can mean big things in the future and we're going to go over some of that the first big one uh, that i like to really get into is the new assassin's creed game Uh, assassin's creed is one of my favorite game franchises of all time even the my least favorite game of the franchise is still one of my favorites to play and so what i've come across on twitter and facebook is some pictures of the inside of a t-shirt apparently somebody couldn't keep their mouth shut and some vendors that are doing pre-orders for the new assassin's creed game here shortly once it's announced have gotten their product in of of t-shirts and posters and everything like that and have started taking pictures of the new logo that assassin's creed has and their poster also shows the person that you're going to be playing as the protagonist. Also the name of the game. The Assassin's Creed logo has the Eye of Horus in it, which is uh, ancient Egypt, so confirmed as far as what everybody was thinking the game was going to be set in. But the name of the game is Assassin's Creed Origins. So we may get a taste of seeing how Assassin's Guilds started and how everything came to be. And the character that you're going to be playing as is named Bayek, B-A-Y-E-K. And the picture that they have on the poster shows him with a bow and arrow. And so that's really interesting. That's all that I've seen. I have not seen any explanations or anything like that. But those little three tidbits of the logo, the name of the game, and the person you're playing as is all I've got. Uh, speaking of Ubisoft, kind of indirectly, they have debuted a new logo for their developer. It's it's a little different. I like it. I mean, it's just a logo as far as I'm concerned. As long as they continue to produce quality games like they have been, I really don't care what their logo looks like. But if you want to go on to Ubisoft's website and see what their new logo looks like, go on and head that way and let me know what you think about it. Moving on to the next little one, uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War has been delayed to uh, two months, about a month and a half, two months. Initial release was August 22nd, and it's been pushed back to October 10th. Uh, 
it's not really that big of a deal to me. Anytime a developer pushes back a game release, that just means that it's going to come out more finished, more polished uh, than it would have in the first place. So I'm always fine with games getting delayed. As we were talked about a couple weeks ago, Red Dead Redemption 2 got delayed, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Instead of being sold in November, right before holiday time, it's getting sold in February, March, which it should be anyway. Uh, it'll get more sales that way. So, another thing that I'm really digging into is Dead by Daylight. If you don't know what Dead by Daylight is, it's a uh, four versus one survival kind of hide and seek game where four people play as victims or survivors and one person plays as a serial killer or a monster or whatever they choose and try to keep the other four people from leaving the area or winning by killing them, surviving, whatever. Well, the announcement is is that Dead by Daylight is moving to Xbox. Uh, currently, it's a PC game. It was released the 14th of June in 2016. A lot of people have compared the new Friday the 13th game to it. Uh, yes and no. In some aspects, it's the same. In other aspects, it's very, very, very different. But for it to move to console is a big thing because it's going to be more polished. Um, it's going to take a lot more to get things done. And I like it because that is going to transfer over to PC. What they can get done on console and how they can fix things and make things more appealing to console may help what it's been doing on PC. When it first came out, it was a very high regarded game. A lot of people played it and as they updated it more, it lost its popularity people started not liking it or quit playing it or whatever but so there is no time frame as to when it's going to be released on xbox one but it is something that you can look forward to in the future continuing with xbox one as of yesterday june 1st xbox game pass is available for all xbox users if you don't know what xbox game pass is it's a ten dollar a month subscription fee it's very very similar to netflix where you pay a fee for a month and you get access to all these different movies and tv shows it's it's the same thing you get access right now there's only 100 games in the catalog i say only but they look at expanding it in the future but you'll be able to get a 14 day pass to try the game pass to see if you like it and you're not going to be streaming the games it's going to be a full download and like Halo 5 is in the catalog. So if you wanted to play Halo 5, but you didn't want to buy the game, if you had the Game Pass, it's available to you to play. Uh, you play. And it's not just the story or just the multiplayer. Like You get the entire game when you play it. Now if you decided that you wanted to buy the game and keep it in your library permanently, uh, you're going to get a... 20% discount on the game and 10% discount on any DLC that would come with it. So it's too early to tell to, to kind of gauge on how that's going to be. I think it's a step in the right direction. I like it. It's a good idea. I think that if they're going to do that, maybe they can step back a little bit on their prices for uh, Xbox Live. But, you know, it's really not that expensive. I think it's a good step in the right direction. It's going to allow you to play games that you wouldn't normally play and be able to try them before you buy them, as far as I'm concerned. 
So give that a try. If you have it and you like it, email me and let me know why you like it. If you don't like it, email me and let me know why you don't like it. And so I can kind of get different inputs on, on what's good and what's not about it. Now, the last thing I want to talk about, I, I do this a lot. You know, I get a really big headline that comes across or something that means something to me. And it's going to take up pretty much the rest of the time that I have here. On the 18th of April, a streamer on Twitch who goes by Loop, his name is Adam Baris, and he's 17 years old. And he initially started streaming in 2015 for fun and realized how much he liked it, and he does it full time now. The reason that I have an article about Adam, or Loop, we'll call him Loop, the reason I have a story about Loop is the fact that he has a few disabilities, and he has not allowed those disabilities to hold him back from streaming, and his followers and the people that show up to watch him, you know, they embrace him for this. Now... Adam has HSAN, or Hereditary Sensory and Auditory Neuropathy. Uh, It's a degenerative disease that affects the nervous system, and it can manifest in many different ways. But for Loop, it made his vision and hearing problems really bad, and he's had teeth removed, and it's affected him in multiple ways as far as being able to do everyday tasks. It also makes person more prone to injuries because they don't feel pain in certain ways and in certain areas and they're unable to be treated for those injuries in the right way and it can allow that injury to get worse but what happens is that this when he starts his stream and he's every time he starts a new game of counter-strike which is the big one that he's pretty much addicted to he loves this game and he streams it every day But every time he starts a new game, he lets the people on his team know that he has this condition and it makes him sound different. He wants them to know that he has this condition so if they're having trouble understanding him, they can tell him and he can find a new way to let them know what's going on. Well, on the 18th of April, he did this just like he would any other match. And he said the same thing, that he has a genetic condition that leads to making him sound different. Now, instead of what normally happens with him being able to play and move along with his team, and he's very often the best player or second best on his team. He's a very good Counter-Strike player. But as he began talking, other players in the game thought that he was trolling them or that he was making fun of people that actually have conditions, and they initially muted him, but as he continued to keep playing, they went ahead and kicked him and removed him from the match. And uh, there's sections of the video to where you can see him, uh, you know, he's holding back tears, trying not to cry, trying to be strong for his followers and the people in the chat. But it got to him, and you know you can see in the video that he, he throws his headset and he just he, he quits. The added aspect to this news article is the fact that not only are you p- 
putting the bullying that goes on in multiplayer games in light, but you're also putting into light how communities support their streamer. So after this happened, things that that he can't control caused other players to kick him. And what happened is that some of the viewers in his room started asking other followers to quote-unquote show him some love. The viewers immediately went from 46, that means 46 people watching his stream, to over 5,000 people watching his stream, and they started donating hundreds of dollars at a time. During this article that I'm reading, he's doing an interview with a woman called Gita, her name's Gita Jackson, and this is off of Kotaku. He says, quote-unquote, at this very moment, my mom is making a phone call to the only clinic in Southern California that does the eye surgery that I need, telling them that not only is she able to pay for the surgery, but she's able to pay for it completely out of pocket because of stream donations, end quote. He was previously unable to afford the surgery because they didn't take the insurance, and the insurance didn't support his eye surgery. Uh, He's also signed a partnership deal with Twitch, which allows him to get more donations through followers, and he's hoping that they'll help him fund a trip home to Algeria. And he says, quote, Honestly, all of these donations have given me, a 17-year-old, a level of financial security that I cannot begin to even fathom. End quote. And after the incident, uh, Loop said that he feels like people should understand that disabled players exist. And they're everywhere. And he quotes, You think I'm the only one who manages to play a game semi-decently with a handicap? Look at Hondi, who is another streamer. This guy has no arms, and he still destroys people, end quote. Uh, it really shouldn't matter, uh, and it shouldn't be that difficult to, disting- to distinguish a troll from somebody who's actually disabled. I mean, it, I've, I've played games my entire life, and especially multiplayer, you can hear it. You can tell when somebody's not serious and they're picking. He wants to make sure that... Um, people are more considerate and more respectful of the people that you play with in multiplayer. My point on this is not only is the bullying an issue and that it needs to be dealt with, but the fact that this this 17-year-old was being bullied and the amount of support that he got from fellow streamers and followers and chatters to be able to pay for surgeries that he's needed to be able to, you know, like he said, fund a trip home to Algeria. It just goes to show that where this world needs positive reinforcement, it gets it. It's just, it's amazing to hear about things like this, and you don't hear about it very often, and that's why I try to put that on this podcast, is so that you hear about things that happen in a positive light. Even if something happens negatively, something positive can come out of it. And that is my intention with a lot of things that I talk about here on the podcast. So if you are a gamer and you play a lot of multiplayer games, please keep in mind that there are disabled players and there are uh, people that listen to you and listen to what you say. You can make situations worse by the things that you say and do. So be respectful. 
Now, earlier I talked about saying if you have any questions to email me, this is the point in time to where I give you my email address. It is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. This is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at lcgamingpodcast. You can find me on Facebook. That's right, lcgamingpodcast. I'm on Google Play. I'm on iTunes, and I am on SoundCloud. All of them LC Gaming Podcast. Now, the last thing I always talk about is the charity that I fund for. I have a campaign with a link in the description that goes to me raising money for a game kiosk for kids in hospitals that cannot leave their room. They're bedridden. They have nothing to do. And this allows them to get their minds off of why they're there. They may be terminally ill and sit in their beds all day long, watch TV, and and think about the issues that they're currently carrying on their shoulders and the burdens that they have to deal with. And what this Gamers Outreach Project does is that they build these things called go-karts that are gaming kiosks for kids to be able to play video games with their friends and family when they come and visit them. And uh, they're about $4,000 a piece when they're built. So I am raising $3,500 uh, to have a key gaming kiosk built for Wesley Medical Center uh, here in Wichita, Kansas. And uh, the link to that is down in the description. If you are able to donate, it's greatly appreciated. If you're not able to donate, at least spread the word because that does just as much good as being able to donate. So I want to thank you all for joining me this week on the LC Gaming Podcast. I hope you all have a great upcoming week. Next weekend, we start the big news for E3. I want you all to take care of yourselves and have a good weekend. 